Hello everyone, Assalamu alaikum. Hope everybody's safe, sound, and healthy. Um, today I'm not going to talk about um, any follow up or anything because, for one, I don't have any. <laughs> today I think we're just going to talk about Mari and what just happened. I mean, everybody is on social media talking about the Mari tragedy of how 21 people just died being stuck, trapped in the snow, waiting for help, um, turning the heaters on in their cars and waiting for 20 hours. And obviously, if you're in a, in a contained area and you turn your heater for too long, there, there is carbon monoxide poisoning that is there. But um, unfortunately, as always, you've got the opposition and you've got the government fighting over responsibility. But very fortunate was the fact that many people actually picked up on what was uh, the core issue. And that was not the government or the lack of uh, help, or should I say the lack of timely help. Help came, but it came late. Um, what people noticed was how the locals there behaved with the trapped tourists. And I'm glad that people are actually noticing that because um, this is something that usually to avoid uh, or to hide such issues, you know, you have the opposition scream on about, you know, how the government was incompetent and everything. Um, number one, we all know that the opposition has a grip on, on, on this area. Punjab is still very much under the grip of the previous government, which is now the opposition. And because our current government, as we know, does not have two thirds majority, so it's at the mercy of the two previous governments who have formed a coalition within the government and they work as opposition. We also know that Punjab police is still very much under the grip of again said opposition. We know that PMLN is still very much in power despite the fact that it's officially not in power. And that is obviously because for the past 30 years, they have been putting their people strategically in all the important places. And those people, as, as is in any democracy, once, once you've given somebody a job in the civil sector or in the public sector, um, you cannot remove them. They will last till their retirement and then they will get away with pension. So you can't just remove them. So there's that. The bureaucracy has made sure of that in all democratic countries. And this is why, you know, people from rural areas who have lived in uh, poverty, they, their first option is always going for government jobs because they know that they don't have to do anything. It doesn't matter if they do the job or not, they're going to get paid and nobody can remove them. So there's that. But in any case, uh, one of the points is, is that, that we know that every year, every single year, the army and the police are always dispatched during these seasons. Uh, twice a year, they are always dispatched and they are on standby for an emergency like this. And this time it has been very questionable that they were not there. There was no army personnel in sight. There was no police in sight, even though the police commissioner, who is of that very, he belongs to that area, and they were all alerted by the Met. 
about a potential snowstorm that would be uh, unlike any other. I mean, we have always had snowfalls and it's always been um, very heavy, very deep to the extent that we have always had to close roads before time. And very strangely, that, that is one of the, the questions that we have here is that it's extremely strange that they did not do so this time. They do it every year, twice a year, but they didn't do it this time. So that was that was something that we really needed to question. People have questioned. Um, the prime minister has questioned. But the thing is that we, uh, I think it's about time we stop just questioning and we actually make sure that people pay the price for it, for bringing politics in. I mean, this is a, this is centuries old. You know, this this manipulation of public. Uh, and manipulation of public lives in order to attain a political agenda. It's, it's been done for centuries. So it's, it's a very old pattern. It's, it's, um, it's consistent throughout history. You will always have politicians dragging in innocent lives just to fulfill the political agenda. And our opposition, which is our previous government, they are notorious for that. They're notorious for uh, sacrificing innocent lives just to achieve what they want. Both, both of them actually, PPP and PML, they have a vast history of that. We all are aware of that. Um, and obviously because we've already moaned the incompetence of the government and everything, so we're not going to get into that this time. Um, the, second, uh, the second thing that, um, which is now growing, as I said, the, the second question that is now growing so much, even on social media as well as amongst us, is that what were the locals doing? They were taking advantage of these trapped tourists. I mean, Murray is one of the oldest tourist places in Pakistan, you know. And for the previous uh, three to four years, Murray has gotten on the bad side of the rest of the country because of their behavior towards tourists. Um, one would like to show them some sympathy that, okay, maybe they're sick and tired of being overrun by tourists, but I don't think so because Murray is essentially a tourist spot. They cannot earn without any tourism, it's a fact, sorry, but it's a fact. They live on it, okay, that is their earning, okay, that is their livelihood. So for them to suddenly turn on tourists and to behave the way they've been behaving for the past three years, which rendered uh, a, a public boycott of Murray, if you remember, we have been um, boycotting Murray for the past two years as a tourist spot. But unfortunately, people have to pass through there to go further ahead up north. So there is that. So advantages are still being taken of people. And the fact that when people were trapped in the snow, in their cars, you know, um, half buried, the snow was about five feet deep, it's still going on. The locals, if my, my main concern is that if the locals had come out, fine, there was no police, fine, there was, there was no army there. The locals knew that, everybody had noticed that. If they had just come out and helped the tourists, you know, just give them an emergency accommodation, help them out, uh, we wouldn't have had these tragic deaths. This is a fact. You cannot put this blame on the government. You cannot put this blame on the police. You cannot put this blame on the army. There is something known as your basic uh, humanity. Okay, this is this is just basic humanity. Um, if you see somebody in trouble, 
I mean, in Lahore, if you remember, whenever it used to rain, even now, whenever it rains and it, it rains so heavily that certain areas get flooded, there are many, uh, once upon a time when, you know, it was all manual cars and mechanical engines, they would stop. They would certainly stop working in the rain. And you would see that there were these young boys and men who were out on patrol. They, was just, they, were, they were just normal citizens. They were civilians. And because they noticed, whenever they noticed that, you know, the things were getting bad and they knew that there would definitely be cars stuck in the rain, in the water, on the roads. So these young men, these boys, they would take their cars out and they would be driving all over the area to see if anybody needed help. And I'm sure they still do that. I mean, I, I haven't been out for a while, uh, to be honest, at least not in that situation. But yes, I did notice uh, in the recent years and a decrease in helping people. And that is uh, obviously because, as we said, there's too much. Um, um, uh, there's a, a, always a sudden increase in population in urban areas, as you know, Lahore, Karachi, Islamabad, especially, but not Islamabad as much because Islamabad is basically capital city. So it's under federal um, rule. But, but Lahore and Karachi have uh, borne the brunt of overpopulation from all the rural areas all over the country. And uh, there was a time when people, you know, they would come to the city and they would learn the ways of the city. But unfortunately now this, the people who are flooding the city are bringing in their own values um, for the lack of a proper word, really. Values is not a word I would use for them because they seemingly practice none. Sorry to say, I know I might sound biased or might sound maybe discriminatory, but these are facts. Facts are facts and you cannot label them as discrimination or racism or anything because these are facts of life. Um, our city has been run down to the extent that there are really no existing moral values anymore. So when you do find somebody who is still practicing the old uh, rights, uh, the old traditions of you know helping others, going around, giving uh, a hand to others. You know that those people are actually, they belong to the city. And when you see people just walking by while you're in trouble and just staring at you, and so they'll stand and stare, and they'll, you know, they'll have fun trying to, you know, it's as if they're watching a drama, you know, live. Okay, let's see what's gonna happen now. So this is the kind of people we have now. And you know that they don't originally belong to the city because uh, Lahoris are very famous, pure Lahoris, which we, not we pure Lahoris, we make up uh, less than a percent, believe it or not, of the whole Lahore population. So you hardly find Lahoris, even in Lahore. And you recognize them when you see them. You recognize it by the way they talk, by the way they help, by the way they move around. You know, you know that they are Lahoris because they still have those values that they practice. So that's another thing that most of us have been complaining about for um, over a decade, more than that actually, is that the city's uh, values, you know, the standard of living has gone down. The quality of uh, maintaining certain moral values is all but finished. And you, well, um, so when you go to Murray, you see them, you see them practicing that same values which we say that those people seem to have incorporated into our city life now. And that is that Murray, despite the fact that it's one of the oldest tourist places, 
spots and despite the fact that they have been boycotted for two years in a row or three years in a row now they are still not changing themselves and they they're those people that they would block the road with a huge truck or trolley and then they'll ask you give me three thousand rupees and i'll remove it and you can pass through that's what they've been doing to people they did not even care about the fact that people are trapped in snow and that people could be dying. All they cared about was how much can we use these people? How much can we benefit from them? How much can we take from them? They sold these trapped tourists water bottles worth 80 rupees. They sold them for 300 rupees minimum, minimum. They just robbed them blind. They knew that the people were helpless and they couldn't argue with them. They were in no position to argue with them or negotiate with them. It was a life and death situation there. They took advantage of that. Rooms that are worth five to 10,000 rupees were offered for minimum 15, 20,000 rupees and on average 40 to 50,000 rupees per night. And, I mean, this, this, this is the kind of people that we're dealing with. This is why, you know, when, when, we, when I constantly talk about, uh, you know, about how our society is regressing, how the whole human civilization is regressing all over the world. So, yeah, we need to clarify these myths, you know, the myth that Pakistanis are very hospitable. I'm sorry, I don't see that anymore. Maybe they're hospitable for foreign tourists, but I don't see that hospitality with local tourists. I don't see that hospitality amongst each other. Um, they say Pakistanis are very patriotic. Um, to me, patriotism is when you point out what's wrong with your country or society and you want to fix it. Patriotism means that you don't want anything shameful to be associated with your country. So when you find something that is shameful, you point it out. You don't hide it. That's 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 not patriotism. So yeah, that's another myth I would clear. Pakistanis are not patriots. If Pakistanis were patriots, they would not argue with you senselessly when you tell them that this is wrong with you. Okay, there is something wrong with your society. This is what is wrong with you, and you need to fix it. You know, they they think that freedom means that you can do anything and everything in life and nobody should question you that's wrong anything and everything in life that you do if it directly or indirectly involves another person or life and it harms another person or life then that freedom is not that's not freedom that that comes into crimes and islam is very black and white about it so i don't see from where you're getting this but okay, this is a myth. Um, Murray has just proved that this is a myth. Yes, I know when you go further up north, it's like you've gone to a completely different world. And those people are amazing. Those people are so amazing. They, they are so mentally advanced. Um, Europe looks like a village compared to them, to be honest. Um, European and American mentality has still not even reached that stage that our people further up north have already been in for over a century at least. Those people are extremely educated. They have 100% literacy rate. 
They are um, extremely honest. They don't close their shops. They don't close their homes. Um, when when you go there, if you leave something behind, if you go there even after a week, that thing is exactly where you left it. Nobody even lifts a finger to move it anywhere. Um, when they go on breaks, they leave their shops open. Any customer who wants anything, they just put their money there. They take whatever they want and they leave. There is that as well. So they live in a completely different world, touch wood. I mean, uh, seriously, they are amazing people. And that when when tourism, uh, when people are basic, the only reason why people never went so far up north before is because it was a bit difficult, a bit tricky. The roads were a bit dangerous. But because our government is working on making it a little more accessible, more and more people are flocking there. For the past eight years, more and more people have been flocking there anyway because they have been quite um, disappointed with and disgruntled with uh, Murray, which was always the basic uh, tourist spot where people would always stop at instead of going further up. So, But now Murray is the, the you could say, the it's like a pass through. So you have to go through Murray to go further up. And the fact that Murray, the people of Murray treated those people who were passing through and stuck on the road in this manner, it was highly disappointing, highly disappointing, uh, although very expected, because as I said, for the past few years, the whole country has been calling for a boycott of Murray as a tourist spot. Um, those people are not reliable, they're not trustworthy, they're not kind to strangers, um, and they're always looking for ways to rip you off, always, always. I mean, uh, I would never recommend anybody to stop by Murray. Go further up north, go all the way to Gilgit Baltistan. That's a completely different planet. Go there, go to Chitral, go to Kalash, Naran, Kagan, go anywhere there, but don't stop at Murray. Um, the fact that they lack this basic humanity, the basic human kindness. I mean, it's it's sort of not even basic human kindness. It's more of a, this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be your moral duty. When you see somebody stuck like that, it you know, and, and that person is helpless. I mean, isn't it automatically within us that we need to go and just help them out at that point? But the fact that our people are so greedy for money that even at that point when somebody is between life and death, all they're thinking is that, okay, he might die anytime, so let me just rip him off. It's not like he's going to take it with him, so let me just have it. Okay, are you going to take it with you? Whatever you're trying to rip off from others, knowing that they're not going to take it with them when they die, are you going to take it with you? So that's the question. That's the question we're all asking. We're not asking the government anything actually at this point. We're not asking the army or the police anything at this point. It doesn't matter that the army came and put a stop to it. The fact that the army was late, the fact that the army was 20 to 24 hours late in itself uh, was enough you know, that who cares that you came and you put a stop to it. By then, the damage was done. Okay, by then, a lot of that damage was done. By then, by then, lives were taken. 21 lives. A whole family passed away in the car and young boys passed away. And, you know, if, if you want to, um, here, here's a, a, an advice which... Um, which, you know, people like my father and other people are, you know, automatically, they've been saying this for quite a while. You want a place to be a tourist spot. 
for God's sake, make it tourist friendly. Um, if you had provided plazas with underground parking spots or with overground parking spots, these cars could have parked there in an emergency. They wouldn't have been snowballed. They wouldn't have been drowning in, uh, you know, in the snow and, you know, and then dying of carbon monoxide poisoning. They would have had a safe place to park their cars. You know, they could have cracked a window while keeping their heaters on to avoid poisoning. They could have been safe. Okay. I know that there's a lot of construction going on in and around Murray. Yeah, I've been there I've, many times. I've seen that. That's fine. But no, at entry points where you see that these points are important, where an emergency can take place, and give those places or those points to business people, okay? Attract them on those points. Tell them, come make your plazas here and make parking lots, you know, accommodate people. So that people know that at, at these points, you know, if anything happens, God forbid, we have a place where we can go and we can be safe, you know, instead of being trapped like that. So I understand that it's a mountain. I know it's a mountain. The roads are carved into the mountains. It's we all know that. And all over the world, places like these, they're not very easily accessible. They are a bit remote, despite the fact that they're tourist spots. Uh, they are lacking in lots of uh, strategically um, uh, maintained areas for safe heavens for tourists. I know that even in America, even in China, it's everywhere. We know that. But the point is that here, because you've already begun development into such a level, I think it would be a good idea that there are certain spots, you know, just between uh, just when you enter and, and again in the middle, you know, there are, there are three to four spots where it's very easy to lure businessmen to, you know, come and set up their, um, their plazas there. I mean, they, that would be an earning point also for them. They would be earning, obviously, without taking advantage of people the way the local people earned within one night, costing people their lives. So I think what the government really needs to do is maybe put a ban on, on the people of Murray for a while and put them under strict surveillance as to how they're treating their tourists and um, maybe do regular crackdowns to see if they are exploiting tourists or not because you will have to do that. You can't just expect that, oh, we're opening tourism for the world and now everybody should flock in. No, 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 you're going to make it worse because if tourists find out that this is not a safe place for them to be, and this is a place where they can be exploited at any point, your tourism will die. It will die before it starts. It's already kind of dying in Murray as it is. The fact that the people who were passing through Murray and got trapped on the way, that they were blatantly taken advantage of by the people of Murray, that in itself says it all. So, yeah, you can't be lax if you really, really, really want this tourism thing to work, you cannot be lax. You have to have strict control over the people of the tourist areas, touristic areas, and, and you need to have strict control over the residents to find out that there is no exploitation of tourists. Because if, if I mean, if this is anything to get by, if this is anything to go by, it, it just shows us that uh, 
one should not even try to go there. It shows us that the government has not even started taking the right steps. Um, I don't think you should promote tourism until you're fully ready. First be ready, be prepared, then promote it. Murray is not what it used to be, okay? Murray is not that sleepy mountain town that it used to be. It's, it's filled with people who are just looking for ways to rip you off. And that's not a good sign for tourism. So, yeah, my question is, what were the locals doing when people were trapped for 20 hours? They could have saved them. They could have just come out. They could have just helped them get out of there. They could have taken them somewhere warm, somewhere safe. They could have provided accommodation. And once things would have settled down, fine, yeah, you can you can ask them for money. Okay, nobody wants to go anywhere and stay for free anyway. We're not telling you that you should have given them rooms for free. But to charge a 10,000 rupee room, to charge 80,000 for that, that is beyond robbery. I mean, that is dishonesty and corruption taken to a new level. A new That is, that is what we say, that is inhuman. That is very human, actually, because human beings are the only animals on earth who are the most unnatural, abnormal, sadistic beasts. And we should never compare them to animals because animals are, are actually, animals actually follow rules. They follow the law of nature. Humans don't, as we can see. And my other question is, instead of questioning the commissioner and the deputy commissioner as to why they weren't there, uh, when they were supposed to be. How about you make sure that this time political games are not played at the expense of people's lives? And how about you getting prepared first for tourism 100% before you actually promote it? Because if this is anything to go by, uh, we, we don't have a future in it. That's a fact. You need to not just set your goals, but you need to make sure that the goals that you've set are actually being implemented. That is where it really matters. That is where it really counts. You have to make sure that people are accommodated. Tourists are accommodated. Um, to be honest, um, I know that people have been saying that about one lakh cars were stuck there. From what I know, I don't think it's even possible because the road um, does not have the capacity to have one lakh cars. I find that that's an exaggerated lie. But okay, even if it is the truth, why? Why did you allow traffic to get accumulated? Why didn't you stop? Okay, you were late in the beginning for some political reason. But after that, you could have at least blocked the roads, you know. You should have just blocked them. You should have turned people around like you do every year. I remember how you people used to turn people around. I remember how the army and the police used to work and they used to block the roads and then they used to help people just go back, you know. And they had cranes there to remove snow and everything. They do it every year, twice a year. So I really don't know. Twice a year in the sense that um, once uh, it's about when it's when it rains a lot uh, and there are landslides. 
so they usually close the roads before anybody could actually enter and they stop people from entering and they turn away tourists and the other uh season is the season uh, the season when it's uh you know there are snowfall there's snowfall and there's snowstorms and everything so these are these are the two times you know twice a year these are the two times when the army and the police are always put on standby for an emergency and they always make sure to block the roads and close everything up and not let tourists get by because our people are also especially our our people have this problem you know they they were warned i mean we all knew it was it was on the news you know that there are potential snowstorms ahead so despite the fact that you know that there are potential snowstorms ahead and you decide oh now is a great time to go up north i mean are you crazy are you freaking insane you people i mean i mean what, what is it about you people i mean you think that this is uh, this is uh, you know uh what no pay no pay no gain high risk and all that i mean that is stupid that is absolutely stupid it shows the level of insanity our people have that they are listening to the news they know that things are getting bad up north and they're like oh now's the time let's go up north let's just go let's let's have the thrill so that we can come back and tell the story of how we just escaped isn't it we just barely saved our lives yeah we are seeing that thank you very much we just had 21 lives lost and i heard that more people are still trying to go can you imagine they've actually blocked all the routes now and still people are thinking oh let's just try and go there and they're saying that we're going there to help the people you know what you it's late it's too late now all the emergency steps that were needed before are now being implemented so what makes you think that you going there is going to help anybody although again i understand that because as, as i said this is a culture in lahore especially uh where when you when you find out that something's going wrong somewhere then a lot of people you know they just go to that place as volunteers to help i get that but as i said right now you're just going to add to their problems okay you're you're going there thinking that you might be of some help but you might just end up being a liability i think the time to go there to help was the time when those people were waiting and no help came um so yeah i understand the 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 feeling and you you know what let's just dial it back a bit you know uh you need to leave it to the pros because now that the pros are there unless of course you're trying to say you don't trust them because they were 20 hours too late which is questionable so you feel that they might again bring in a political agenda and create more problems okay fine but again only those people should go who have had experience of volunteering in such situations before otherwise please do not add to their problems well let's hope things get better from here on because more snowfall is expected and throughout kashmir obviously um uh, the snow is ongoing and uh, we're hoping things will get better um another thing also that we need to talk about is that everything aside the fact that the the uh government i mean some people from the government who were on tv uh discussing this issue the fact that they actually had the gall to try and provide justifications um i think you should be ashamed of yourself okay 
I don't care which party you belong to, whether you're PDI or PMLN or PPP. You should just be ashamed of yourselves. Okay, you, uh, the PTI people who were talking about how the locals helped the tourists, you should be ashamed of yourselves because they didn't help. If they had helped, there wouldn't have been a single life lost. The fact that you talked about how help had reached there, you should be ashamed of yourself. The fact that you tried to talk about how uh, every year Murray goes through all this and everybody knows about this and this is not the first time, you should be ashamed of yourself. That's all I have to say for you. And the azans are sounding in the background. Don't know if you can actually hear them or not. So it's prayer time and it's me signing out. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Stay prudent. Stay healthy. Remember, prevention is better than cure. Thank you and bye-bye. This is me signing out.